Hey guys, what up, what up? This is John Ross Marcus Cox here, back back at you with the Way Too Much JRMC podcast. Today we have a little more somber of a show and I'm going to try to do it as respectfully and as uh, thoughtfully, gracefully as I possibly can. However, I, I feel like it's one of those it's one of those shows where that is like the whole reason I do that I started doing this, this podcast in the first place. So I have to address it. Um, it's also today, December 23rd. So it's like, I hate that I'm even recording this. I should be on into Christmas festivities. Um, but it shows you kind of the political environment that we're lit, that we're living in today. So yeah, I, we'll, we'll get into what it's, what the show's going to be about in, all in a second. Um, it's like always, couple of housekeeping items. You know, appreciate everybody listening. Thank you for your time today, your attention. Um, please like, share, subscribe, comment to the show, share it all over all over any platform you'd like. You know, whatever how you're finding this, you know, you you can just search way too much. That's W A Y, the number two M U C H, and then J R M C on any of your on whatever your preferred podcast platform is. Whether it be you want to see it on video, you can see it on YouTube or Rumble. Or you can find me on uh, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all, all, all that good stuff. Tune in Radio. I think that's another one. So find me every ever how you'd like. But again, I appreciate you, appreciate your time and appreciate your attention and 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 all that good stuff. So yeah. So first of all, a quick update on my status on Facebook and Instagram. I told y'all I'd been banned, and then I got an email from Instagram telling me that it was a mistake, and they were reinstating me. Well, my Instagram got reinstated, but my Facebook never did. So I sent them an email. I was like, "Hey, you said it was a, you said it was a mistake. Yada yada. Can you please re- reinstate my Facebook as well?" Well, then I get notified that I'm banned once again. And all I can figure that my ban is in regards to. I think I said something about this on on uh, Twitter as well. Is I'd gotten a Facebook direct message from a someone in my neighborhood letting me know that a sex offender had been had moved into the neighborhood and it was like hey it was like you know let me know where they were at and I was like oh I was like holy cow that's like really close to me and I then I'd gotten a response from that person saying I know man we we got to do we got to figure out what we got to do to run them out of run them out of the neighborhood I was extremely busy that day and didn't even notice that the message that came through at first, and like, so I never even responded to that. I never said like, oh, yeah, man, we got to get this dude out of here or anything like that. It just, just didn't respond. And all I can figure is that um, I was banned for that interaction. That's that's all I can, because I've never had a disciplinary, you know, action or put on probation or had any comments flagged. Or, I mean, literally ever. I've been on Facebook for 17 years. I think I joined in 2005. So uh, as of now, it looks like I'm off of there. Um, and if that is the reason I was banned, I mean, to me, that is absolutely bitter. That's the sad state of affairs, sad state of our country, that, like, you can't even communicate with a neighbor and discuss the fact that you don't want sex offenders in your neighborhood without them assuming you're trying to, like, commit violence against them or something like that. And I was like, nothing like that was ever discussed so i guess this is another another uh 
another instance of just you know pay, pay attention to what you're doing on there. You know what I mean? Like I think it's, you know, they they went about verifying my phone number. They they got me to upload my driver's license, all that stuff, and which I don't know what any of that had to do with if they were gonna what that had to do with verifying it was me that was in that chat. To me, it's just they were just gathering a little bit more data while they could while they had me on there, I guess, before they kicked me off. Um, but just more approval. We got we we can't even interact with these social media places that are that don't that they don't like us. I mean, they don't even want our money or anything. They don't want any, they just don't want anything to do with us. So yeah, I just want to give you a status update on that. So in regards to today's show, again, I'm going to do this as gracefully as I possibly can, as thoughtfully as I possibly can. But one of the whole points of the show, why I started it, was because I wanted to have conversations and talk about stuff that other people are afraid to talk about or that don't have the rapport with community to talk about, don't have the street credit to talk about it, and that just don't have the family and support and you know the confidence to talk about things. And so they just let it go, just let it slide, and don't have the tough conversations. This is the exact type of conversation I, that we need to have. So I was sitting in Frankfurt Monday morning, about to have a, you know, having a meeting with couple of very important very powerful state legislators here i pick up the courier journal front page i see acts against lgbtq plus on rise local groups move to increase security this is by ray johnson this was on december 19th 2022 monday i'm not going to read the whole article to you but i'm gonna, I'm gonna you know, read some high some high points and then you can go check it out on their digital version whatever if, if you if you feel if you feel it's necessary Sorry, my hair's getting all in my face here. Here we go. So it says, Drag Queen Storytime Kentucky is suspending operations until further notice while organizers look at hiring armed security for future events and, and said Julian Adams is executive director. <clears throat> the group's decision comes on the heels of Homeland Security's late November morning that the national LGBTQ plus community's safety is at a heightened threat since online actors have recently mobilized to violence. <clears throat> the local organization has not received any known threats at this time, it said in a Facebook post last week. But safety, the post said, is the top priority. Okay, so right there. In bold, acts against LGBTQ plus on rise. Local group moves to increase security. Then literally within 15 lines, they admit that n no local organization has received any known threats. As of December 19th, Monday, 2022. Going down a couple a couple paragraphs, says, Right-wing extremists are obsessed with painting queer folks as deviants, Slayton said. It wasn't true 50 years ago, and it isn't true now. Drag Queen Storytime typically hosts one event a month alongside several con contracted events throughout the year, such as Storytime for groups including Zappos and Amazon. Adam said the organization wants to have armed security at every event in 2023, but it won't be easy. It won't be easy because, obviously, it's expensive. <clears throat> the article goes on to say, The push for more security comes at the end of a year in which hundreds of anti-LGBTQ plus and anti-trans legislation have been filed or passed by state governments, including Kentucky, where separate bills were introduced that would prohibit gender transition procedures for people under the age of 18 prevent transgender students from using restrooms that match their gender identity and prohibit transgender girls from playing on girls' sports teams. Drag Queen Storytime Kentucky 
one of the largest chapters in the country. Remember that. One of the largest chapters in the country in Kentucky. With 30 to 50 volunteers saw about 20 protesters at their annual Halloween Fest, the Pride Halloween Festival in October, said Adam, who uses the pronouns they, them. Adam noted the group also receives hate mail and hateful voicemails. We'd love to go out and do something with the public library. We really would, Adam said, but we can't guarantee anything anywhere. In this day and age, you don't know who's going to be the next Q or the next Pulse in, in regards to some terrible, some tragic shooting events. One of those that they're referencing, I'm, I'm almost positive the shooting was actually done by someone who claimed to be transgender or non-binary or whatever. Adam said, Drag Queen Storytime's board is updating safety plans during the pause, but they're especially worried about the impact on youth programming. Over the summer, for example, the organization partnered with Louisville, with Louisville Youth Group, a nonprofit, a nonprofit serving queer youth to host an event at a retreat. Adam said they are afraid parents might not bring their kids to programs for fear of targeted violence. Drag events, they said, can be vital for representation and teaching straight families about the LGBTQ community. Because I say we have kids. All right, if you haven't been following along this whole time, Drag Queen Storytime is what you, what everybody's listening to this is seen on the news where they have a drag queen coming into schools or whatever and they're reading some LGBTQ favorite book to kids of all ages. And like you, I hope some of you are listening and you're saying, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a conspiracy theory. They're not reading the little kids. They're not reading the stuff to little kids. They're not, like, the Courier Journal, December 19th, 2022, Monday, page 5A. We have kids as young as three and four that come to our events, right? And they don't understand why a guy, why a guy in camo is carrying a gun or yelling or screaming, Adam said. Drag Queen Storytime isn't the only group with queer programming that is upping safety measures, luminary com comedy, a nonprofit that brings awareness to youth issues like homophobia and racism is looking to increase security as well, according to founder Stephen Camp. Threats of anti-LGBTQ plus violence may loom over queer folks, but Adam wants those groups to know that the community is ready to push back. More than anything, that one, we're not deterred, they said, and we're more ready to stand up and to be more vocal now because what the community really needs is to see that we're going to continue to be vocal. That ended it. Let's go back to this here. Let's see. We have kids as young as three and four that come to our events, right? And they don't understand why a guy in camo is carrying a gun or yelling or screaming. What state have I told y'all where we are in? If you're listen, if you're in Canada listening, you're in California listening, you're in New York listening, you're in think of some other lib lib, lib city, if you're or lib state or lib country, whatever. I'm in Kentucky. If there's one question that kids ain't asking their parents or their teachers or whatever it, in, in the state of Kentucky, it's why is a guy in camo carrying a gun? I wish I wish everybody could see my face because it's on my face. I'm just like, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm aghast at the at the statement. 
in Kentucky, there is camo everywhere. There are guns everywhere. I think everyone, everybody listening here, and even if you're not, I think everyone can admit this. That there's more likely a kid in Kentucky is going to be saying, why is there a drag queen in my school reading, reading a book to me or doing a strip tease? It's going to be more likely they're asking, what in the heck is that going on, than saying, why is Uncle, why is Uncle Leonard over there wearing camo and carrying a shotgun? Okay, but all that aside, the local organization has not received any known threats at this time. It said in the Facebook post last week, but safety, the post said, is the top priority. Gaslighting anyone? What this is really about was just trying to figure out a way to bring up The push for more security comes at the end of a year in which hundreds of anti-LGBTQ plus and anti-trans legislation have been filed or passed by the state governments, including Kentucky, where separate bills were introduced that would prohibit gender transition procedures for people under age 18, prevent transgender students from using restrooms that match their gender identity, and prohibit transgender girls from playing on girls' sports teams. This entire article is taking a little gaslighting approach, a little false flag at you, Okay, and using the non-existent known threats, increase in known known threats, or specific known threats, as a way to bring up, oh, the state legislature reconvenes in about mm, like nine days. Let's make sure we're getting the narrative started that these are hateful, mean, old white Christians. That's what that's all that's all this article was about. But it, well, they, where they messed up is they started saying the, the, the quiet part out loud. We have kids as young as three and four that come to our events, right, and they don't understand why a guy gun and camo is yelling or screaming. I'm not saying there's three or four year olds at the drag at the drag queen story time, because guess what? I've never been to one of those. I nor will I be at one. They are telling you that. Okay, now you may be asking, you know, why, why are you saying this is going to be a controversial episode? Why are you saying this today's show is going to be controversial? Well, it's because right after that, actually, I'm sorry, it was, a few, it was actually a few days before that. That's actually the sad part about this is this article in the, in the Courier Journal, it actually came out after the, tra- the tragic news that a state senator here in Kentucky's transgender child took their own life on Friday. I'm not going to say their names. I had a video and stuff like that I was going to show you of her like talking about these issues and her like demonizing her colleagues over the past several years. I mean, on multiple occasions. But out of respect for her and like you know, the fact that she's obviously going through a tough time here. I have four children, all right? So I'm not, I mean, I can't imagine what she's going through, her and her husband. My heart goes out to them, and I'll be praying for them. You know, this has nothing to do with, like, 
having any hate you know towards them but because of that i'm not going to use names or you know joe video or anything like that i'm going to i'll tell you my sources and where stuff's coming from and all that but i'm going to mask names and all that okay so then this was on what day was this this was either i think this was on tuesday so this is a, this came out this was an article on tuesday in the louisville courier journal uh written by morgan watkins title was kentucky senator asked for tolerance and grace after transgender son's death and let me start let me also start by saying this i do a lot of like we'll call it lobbying or whatever about for education reform educate like education legislation all that my focus is always on the kids and doing right by them and like anything i ever say is never directed at a at a young person that like has a certain has an opinion or thinks something about themselves or whatever they're they're like i look at them i mean they're babies and i care i I, I care about all of them and i give any any kid walking down the street the shirt off my back to if it would keep them you know warm at night or whatever i'd feed them we'd but we'd bring them into our house and feed them you know whatever like kids are kids the senator asked for people to practice tolerance and grace following the death of her transgender son, who was 24 years old. The depth of his loss is yet to be absorbed. They spent their life working to extend grace, compassion, and understanding to everyone, but especially to the vulnerable and marginalized. This grace, compassion, and understanding was not always returned to him. uh, They were, um, they indicated that, uh, I know it was a really weird thing. I just did there, but I'll, I'll, I didn't want to almost did exactly what I said I wasn't going to do. It said a name there. They indicated that the increasing prevalence of hateful and vile anti-trans messaging in America was hard on her on her son, adding that those messages negatively affect transgender people and how they're treated by other individuals. The vitriol against trans people is not happening in a vacuum. It, it is not just a way of scoring political points by exacerbating the culture wars. That's That's pretty ironic, honestly, because this was the day... This was like within days of her child's death. Coming out and like attacking the senator was coming out and attacking and obviously signed off on the largest and oldest longest circulating newspaper in the state of Kentucky to do it as well. That is the way of scoring uh, Political points are exasperating the culture wars. It has real-world implications for how transgender people view their place in the world and how they are treated as they just try to live their lives. If I have one ask, it would be this. Practice tolerance and grace and work on loving your neighbor. Over the past couple of years, especially right-wing and anti-LGBTQ politicians... Wait, I'm glad they were as broad as possible there. And groups have moved to restrict transgender adults and children... Children's participation in sports and in public life, including their access to gender-affirming care. Let's remember that word. Their ability to use certain public bathrooms and their ability to adjust birth certificates or other documentation to reflect their gender identity. The Trevor Project. The Trevor Project's 2021 national survey found over half of trans and non-binary youths seriously considered suicide in the past year. Now, I want to bring note to that, to that statement 
And let's remember, let's remember that statement. Okay. Because you'll see, this is really where the dividing line is on a lot of this, a lot of stuff. It's not ideological, it's philosophical. Okay. Like it's, we're talking about real issues on like cause and effect and, you know, causality and what that relationship is with results or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, but they're assuming in this that it's because of intolerance that these that the like suicide ideation and suicide rate all that is so much higher for transgender people. Okay, that's that's their argument. As a father, as someone who's active in the community, I would actually. I mean, I'm actually of the belief. A lot of this is because these kids, they, we will be, there's one thing we can come to agreement on. They are screaming for help. The difference is, what is that help? Is the help to just allow them to, do we just affirm and let them go along with whatever they are saying? Or is it our duty as adults to steward the next generation by leading them down the right path? Or is the minute someone says something like this, or is it just that as soon as a child tells you that, hey, I'm, I know I'm a boy, but I think I'm a girl, at that moment, are we making the argument that from that moment on, whatever that child says goes? Because I can tell you right now, if I was if I was that a child and that was what happened, I would be a very pissed off person because eventually I'm going to grow up and learn. I had I was ever how old I was, I I had not accumulated any life experience yet. I had no wisdom. And the only people around me that had it refused to help to give it to me so they could feel good about themselves. We'll come back to this in a minute and talk more about it. Kentucky's Republican-run legislature passed a ban this year to prevent trans girls and women from playing on girls' and women's school sports teams in grades 6 through 12 and in college, though that law's lead sponsor said then that he didn't know of any specific issues in the state that arose because a trans student played on a girls' team. Okay, here's the deal. We, we don't want to be a re, simply a reactionary society. We don't need there to be, we don't need there to be a specific issue pop up first. We see it happen in other places. We learn from other people's mistakes, right? We've seen biological boys take away opportunities from biological girls. We've seen biological boys absolutely beat up on biological women physically, both at a professional level and at a amateur level in contact sports. We have seen in other states biological girls be, be assaulted in restrooms 
by biological boys. It's all happened before. Are we supposed to wait for it to happen inside of our sovereign state territory before we address it? That's silly. In Louisville and elsewhere, LGBTQ plus organizations are taking security measures as the Department of Homeland Security warned recently of heightened threats to their community safety. An accused shooter is charged with killing five people and wounding over a dozen more at a gay nightclub in Colorado last month. While a prominent children's hospital and its staff experienced threats of violence this year for providing gender affirming care. Again, going back to the nightclub shooting, I'm pretty sure that's the one where the person actually identified as a as non-binary. Or aka transgender. This uh threat, this hospital itself for providing gender affirming care, let's not list let's not buy into the, their their to their vocabulary. What they're receiving threats for is for the fact they're mutilating children's sexual organs before that child even has the cognitive ability to give informed consent. It says, as the mother of a transgender son, I gave my whole heart trying to protect my child from a world where some people and especially some po- and especially some politicians intentionally continued to believe that marginalizing my child was okay simply because of who he was. That that was said in 2020. That wasn't said in response to this. This lack of acceptance took a toll on Henry. He long struggled with mental illness, not because he was trans, but from his difficulty finding acceptance. This hate building across the country weighed on him. In one of our last conversations, he wondered if he was safe walking down the street. Let me tell you something. So I'm, from a grassroots level, I'm I'm like fairly known on on the conservative side of things. All right, like I run in conservative circles. I go to church. I coach football. All right, I'm from Southeast Kentucky. Live in Louisville now. I, I do not. I do not understand this worry of walking, of being safe walking down the street. Other than the fact that um, it's just not necessarily safe to walk down the street in the state of Kentucky and Louisville, especially. Now, I think they lived in D.C. at this time. And again, I understand not being, not feeling safe walking on the street in D.C. I understand that. But it has nothing to do with being trans. It's called, uh, it's because D.C. is uh, crime-ridden. <laughs> it's a shit show there. Much like it is here in Louisville. <laughs> the statement says this lack of acceptance took a toll. I think I said his. I think I said his name. I apologize. I did not mean to. I did not mean to say it. I, I mean, obviously, the links to the, my sources and stuff are all going to be in the show notes. But I apologize for that. This lack of, of acceptance took a toll on him. He long struggled with mental illness, not not because he was trans, but from his difficulty finding acceptance. Again, like that is total. That's a total assumption. And I get as a parent. Listen. I understand how, why as a parent, that's what that's what you that's what you would say and think. 
I don't understand mainstream news sources running with that as if it's fact. It's conjecture at best. It would not... I don't have a law degree, but if I said objection in the, in the courtroom, it would be uh, sustained. Now let's go back to this part of this article. Okay, so over the past couple of years, especially right-wing and anti-LGBTQ plus politicians and groups have moved to restrict transgender adults and children participation, children's participation in sports and in public life, including their access to gender-affirming care, their ability to use certain public bathrooms, and their ability to adjust birth certificates or other documentation to reflect their gender identity. Now here is, other than the fact I wanted to, I wanted to bring light to the, to the fact that the left, it's the left that, like, it was a left-wing person that said this first, and they and they 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 stay true to this. They do not let a tragedy go, like, unused. This is obviously a terrible event that's occurred. Right, I wouldn't wish this on anybody. I've had people in my family die suicide. But this is the real thing here. This like, the left has used this death as a springboard to go after their political desires and to paint their political opposition as terrible, bigoted, uh, anti-LGBTQ, fundamentalist Christian lunatics, people that can't be trusted, like their bills shouldn't be paid attention to, all, all that. And it's, so it's basically, it's basically setting the tone so that in, here in the state of Kentucky specifically, Anything they paint as LGBTQ, they want it to be. They want it to be known that they see that as anti this this kid or anti LGBTQ plus. And I'm here to tell you, it it it, it ain't gonna work anymore. I don't feel bad for the legislation that I'm that I that I am that I have like drafted and authored. I support those politicians, both male and men and women politicians. That are trying to protect our young, our youth, and to, and to trying to clean up our education system. There's some some godly, wonderful people that I obviously don't agree with them on everything, and we disagree on stuff all the time. And guess guess what? We're okay with that because that's how you're supposed. It's okay. You're never going to agree on everything. All right, but I wanted to make a couple points on this. So it says over the past couple of years, especially right wing and LGBTQ plus politicians. Okay, and it paints us in a terrible light. I got over the past couple of years, politicians and groups, they we have moved to okay. We have moved to keep biological men from abusing biological women and from biological boys from whipping biological girls' asses in the sports arena. Yes, we have. We have moved to ensure that opportunities that it took decades to secure for specifically female Americans. Okay, we've moved to make sure those are reserved for female Americans and not little boys that despite ever how they feel, they are in fact biologically different from their female counterparts get those opportunities. Okay, yes, we have done that. 
if that makes me a bigot, terrible person, and I got to be the martyr that just goes out here and, and says this so that other politicians don't, so the politicians don't have to take the heat, so be it. Okay, when I read those two things of what of what you know politicians and right wing groups have moved to do, two things come to mind: domestic violence. Heaven forbid that groups and politicians fight to prevent it. You might you might familiar with the Loudoun County situation out in Virginia, the the little girl that got sexually assaulted in the school bathroom. And they tried to not tell the dad. And then they tried to get the dad locked up because he was losing his mind in that school board meeting. Anybody remember that? Is is that what we're supposed to wait for before we act? Courier Journal? Are we, is that, when it says that there's been no instances, are we supposed to wait until that happens? I have two little girls. I can t I'm not threatening anything. I'm making a promise. Something happens. If that were to happen to my children... Because schools are being ridiculous like this and act like it's okay for boys to be in girls' bathrooms, you, we're going to have a problem. Okay, the second thing I think of is feminism. I mean, like, at this point, hell is freezing over because the only members of this long-held liberal movement just so happen to be the most conservative, emotionally and spiritually strong women in this country, and the most masculine of men. Look at me right now. Long hair, beard. I got the American flag hanging in the back. I think I got camo on every time I'm like, I do a show. I don't have my hat on tonight either. My wife's going to be upset with me. That's supposed to be my trademark. <clears throat> so you got super masculine men and like, very Christian women that are the like feminists of this of this country now, like the world's came full circle. <laughs> Over the last couple of years, politicians and groups have moved too. So I got politicians and groups have been trying to keep ignorant. Excuse my French, but again, I'm trying to be who I am. Trying to keep ignorant ass parents from mutilating the bodies and destroying the lives of their children through irreversible treatments and surgeries just so they can feel tolerant and get that quick dopamine hit they're always chasing on Instagram. If, if that ends up being on the wrong side of history, I guess I'm just on the wrong side. But again, I don't... I ain't letting my seven-year-old tell me on a daily... If, if, if my seven-year-old daughter tells me today that she feels like the thing, what's going to make her body healthy is if she eats chocolate for every meal, I know better than that. I know we live in a country where parents won't be buddies with their kids. I ain't about that. I ain't trying to, I, I got enough friends. My wife's my best friend. They're going to grow up and have their own friends and get married and they're going to be up about my house. I got to know that I prepared them for that. Politicians and groups are trying to protect women and little girls by keeping men and boys that are at, at me that are at best confused, all right, but at worst sexual predators 
from being able to impede their right to privacy and invade their personal space by using the same restroom as them. If it makes me a bigot to keep either of my little girls from having to be sexually assaulted by a biological boy that thinks they're a girl, so be it. I mean, I, I don't want to say. I'm comfortable in my own shoes. I know I'm not a bigot. I know I ain't racist. I know how much time I give all the youth in my, in my life, the coaching, coaching kids and all that. Like, so in my heart and soul, in my relationship with Jesus Christ, I know that I'm okay. So I don't care what they throw at me, what accusations, I'm not going to feel bad about it. Okay, I think that history, and again, I've had I've talked to some politicians these last few days, and they've said, you know, "Oh my gosh, you know, after this happened, with this happening now, how how are we going to file some of these? How are we going to file some of these bills? How are we going to, you know, how are we going to go after this issue?" I said, "I said, here's my deal. This tragedy makes it even more relevant, more important." Because the way the left is trying to deal with the issue isn't helping those children. Go look at the suicide the suicide rate of children that I don't know what words I'm allowed to use here on the on these platforms, but that, that think they're trans or whatever and ones that don't. Just go look at that discrepancy. We've tried it the other way. We've tried being silent and like dancing around the issue and walking on eggshells. We've tried that. It is not working. We can't continue down the same path and expect things to get better. It's not my fault, nor is it yours, that the left-wing media is taking advantage of this poor mother and family and immediately politicizing this tragedy and trying to use it against us. Now, it will be our fault if we let it work. I will not. I'm not afraid to answer for what, I, what I'm saying. I, I encourage and I welcome challenges to my points of view. I want to become a better human. But at this point, no one has proven to me that I'm on the wrong side of the morality spectrum when I say that we shouldn't allow little boys that are 13 to undergo operations to remove their sexual organs or to take treatments that are going to forever hinder their, like, physical growth, you know, or to allow biological boys that biologically are without a doubt bigger, faster, stronger from using restrooms with little biological girls that are Weaker, slower, smaller. And by slower, I mean physically running. I'm not saying there ain't some fast girls out there, okay? I'm not saying that. 
but it's just ridiculous to me that we're really having this argument because we like because here's the deal girls can already play boy sports if they want to if they want to compete with boys they already can this whole deal with sports is only about letting people that little little boys that think they're girls compete against girls and straight up beat their asses in sports that's what this is about I can't put it anymore I guess I'm trying to put it blunt I'm trying to be blunt about it without being like coarse okay but but I am speaking in normal Kentucky and speak here this is how normal people speak a deacon in your Baptist church would say exactly what I just said We're talking about a, my seven-year-old daughter, your seven-year-old daughter, your your eight-year-old niece, possibly being exposed to the sexual organ of a boy at school. Okay? So... I bring this up to say that, listen, we cannot let their attacks let us stray off the path. It's either the right thing to do or it's not. Bad stuff happens. Okay? I don't expect you to not talk about the drug epidemic because it might hurt my feelings because my daddy loved him some booger sugar and died when I was 10 years old. I don't expect you to not talk about suicide because my one of my cousins grew up when I was growing up, hung himself from a bathroom door in a trailer with a belt around his neck. And when they found him, his legs were up underneath the bathtub because he tried to get back up and he kicked the bathtub up out of the, up out of the trailer floor and it landed on his legs. I don't expect you to, to dance around that. It is what it is. I can remove myself from the conversation, but the conversations still need still need to trying to figure out how to deal with the with all the drug with the drug problems in East Kentucky and in this country. So we cannot let them silence us by trying to make us feel guilty and appealing to our better nature of allowing people to grieve and all that. I mean, listen, the right would never have brought any of this stuff up. And we would have sent flowers. And probably sent money to whatever organization that they, they wanted us to they wanted us to donate to. They did. It. They're doing it. And we got eight days until this until this next legislative session starts. And we got we can't be deterred. We, there's not the time. It's too important. And it might be ugly at the beginning. They may try to ruin some of us, but listen, I'm in, I'm inviting it because they're not going to ruin me. I don't have nothing to ruin. It's a point on my direction. I feel terrible for this family. I can't imagine how confused or how like how how this crazy the world seemed to someone who 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 is in that state of mind. Whenever there's so many, it's like. 
if you're, especially if you're a child and you're literally being told by your parents, hey, you know everything, but I don't know nothing. I, I'm going to go off whatever you say. And you think, I'm a child, dude. I, 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 need a be- I need a bedtime. Well, you know when to go to bed best. No, I don't. I'm, I'm eight. I don't know what foods to eat. I don't know what protein is and what carbohydrates are, what calories are. I don't know what any of that is. How is it any different? I mean, literally everything's up for debate with the left right now. Like, you can be whatever sex you want. You can like, you have whatever sexual preference you want. You could actually have a sexual preference and then choose a different gender. And then so, so you're actually not, you're actually not same sex couple because you're opposite sexes. Because in your mind, you think you're different and the other person. So it's like, okay, am I straight or, which is it? so confusing for like again it ain't confusing for me I, I mean i know who i am i got four children i love my wife she's the sexiest thing on the planet as far as i'm concerned it's confusing for the ch- for these children so we don't if we choose to not attack these issues not address them head on not to be honest about them and be thoughtful in our conversations And come to the table honestly, with transparency, and vulnerability, and fearlessness, and with the heart of a servant, with the heart of a servant that that, that desires to lead. If we don't come, if we don't do all those things, we we individual have to answer for them one day at the pearly gates. So, encourage all y'all to think about that a little bit. Got some big stuff coming up here in the next couple of weeks. I'll make everyone aware of. I said I hate talking about this type of a subject prior to prior to Christmas, but it's like every time, every day that I wait, the the other side continues to pile pile on and pile on. So it is what it is. Now, with all that being said, after you listen to this, try to check out. Go spend time with your family, smile, hug your babies and your grandbabies, hug your grandparents and your parents. Talk about hey, let's talk about Jesus. Let's tell the story of Jesus. Just remember what this what this holiday is about. Let's be thankful for what we have. Let's be thankful for what we don't have. Let's be thankful for all the bad things that's happened to us. That sounds crazy, but I am. I'm thankful for it. I am who I am because of it. And God chose me to live through those things. So I'm ride or die, people. I mean, I'm in it to win it. I'm excited to be a part of the part of this movement, the parental, parental rights movement, the conservative, constitutional conservative movement. I'm excited to learn, get better, all that stuff. So I hope all you get to spend time with your family. Hope you're all staying safe, staying warm. Hope all you get to enjoy some of the snow that I got to enjoy here. All y'all that are in warm places, I don't. I know you ain't getting any of that, but you're enjoying all the good weather that we don't. We rarely get here. So again, thank y'all for listening. Like, comment, share, all that good stuff. Appreciate all you guys. I love you, and hope y'all have a merry Christmas. Way too much. <laughs>